Okay, so in today's episode, episode nine? Episode nine. Yeah. Episode nine. We, th- we thought we'd talk a little bit about consciousness, awareness, and not just from like a spiritual sort of sense, but being conscious and aware of thoughts, emotions, um, habits, being aware of why we do certain things and certain actions we have. So I think we can start it off with... I just posted a little thing earlier this morning and we can kind of have a bit of a discussion about it. Do you have a choice over your emotions? Are particular emotions good or bad? Are they helpful or harmful? And should we try to be more conscious and aware of our emotions? What do you reckon, T-Lane? It's a really um, an interesting subject and it's something that actually been working a lot on since COVID. I think that I've had the time to sit down and really work some of this stuff out for myself um, and being conscious of my thought patterns, especially regarding training mm-hmm. um, and what I want to get out of my session. Um, quite often, like before COVID, it's got to get my training done. We've got to get this done so we can go and do this, 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 this. Training is important, so kind of like structured in my day. But quite often, getting into training is like, I need to get this done. Mm-hmm. Not, why am I doing this? What am I going to get out of this? What do I want to get out of this? And having those conscious thoughts around it. So I've kind of worked on some of this, the whole of, um, the whole of COVID actually. Yeah, I think it's been a big theme that we've probably had in here, especially because like I reckon most weeks we've been talking about whether it's meditation, whether it's just being consciously aware of feelings, emotions and certain stuff and thinking about our clients and how they're feeling through all of this. Yeah. Habits, you know, we've spoken about a few of these topics briefly in other podcasts, but yeah, I think it's, in, in my opinion, I think it's super important. I feel like we have more control than what we realize over our emotions if we want to and if we practice it um yeah but it's not necessarily it's not necessarily bad in the sense that like if you do get angry anger can be a useful tool being sad can sometimes be a useful tool i guess i feel like a lot of these emotions are useful like especially for like lifting some people thrive and do better when they're fired up and amped up and angry yeah um whereas other people need to be more relaxed i feel like really the only unuseful tool or emotion is like when people are manic and i feel like a lot of people have been manic during this whole covid thing they they, they're not sitting and being conscious and realizing they're just a bit all over the place yeah, I, I also think that um, a lot of times it's like you don't think you, there's instant react, um, and sitting about sitting back and thinking why why am I reacting? Yeah. Why am I reacting, or why am I letting letting it reacting, and working out that that is no one's fault but yours. You can't. Um, you'll go. Oh, they said this, and like we, you're reacting. So they're not making you react, you're making you react. And um, having that conscious thought about 
yeah. why you're what? reacting to this or why you're feeling good, why you're feeling bad. Not necessarily always bad or why this is making you feel like this. But when we kind of spoke about love languages and what our love language is, it's the same thing. We're consciously, you know, consciously aware of it. Yeah. It's a choice. It's like if um, I can't remember where I heard this. It might have been a course, might have been a book. I don't know. But if someone says something to you, positive, negative, or neither, uh, completely neutral, you're the one who makes the decision to take it as offensive or add any sort of emotion Context, to it. Yeah. yeah, you're the one adding the emotion to it. Not like you choose how you feel. Yeah. So. So that's 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 an that's the interesting thought and the interesting thing about. But people aren't aware of it. Deal, so many people aren't aware. Of doing it. dealing with COVID and dealing with your day to day life and being um, conscious of why you're feeling that way and what and. Um, why you're having these thoughts rather than just reacting on the thoughts um, or just being um, crazy and yeah. I think it's mental like, about them. I think it's chronic on thoughts because, like I said before, I don't think, apart from like being manic, I feel like being manic is like a really negative uh, thought, emotion, whatever to have. And like I said, certain emo- most emotions can serve us in a way. It's when it's like chronic. So if you're chronically angry, that's probably not a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, maybe chronically happy, maybe not. Like, that might be okay, I guess. But, like, chronically, someone who's just chronically angry all the time or really bitter all the time or sad all the time, like, that's probably not very useful. Probably not. No. like Probably not. It's, yeah. It's one of those things. Um, what was it? There was a line in this book, and it's like, I think everyone's... So many people have written about it a million times, the whole, like... Um, if you're holding on to like a heavy object, the only person it hurts is you. There's like a metaphor as to holding on to like resentment or anger or like some sort of emotion. I guess like a negative emotion that someone's done something to you and you hold on to it for a long time. It's like holding on to a hot object or a heavy object. Like you've just got to let it go. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like people just need to be consciously aware of some certain emotions before they can realise that because it's like people don't even realise it yeah well, it's, it's interesting how we had that conversation we had a conversation about this this morning and we've actually had conversations about this throughout the whole of the COVID experience about people um, not being aware or consciously aware or not, we're like why do they think like this why is this a thing and they're just not consciously aware that they're thinking this over and over and over again yeah yeah, and look, I guess we come into it all the time, not just COVID. Um, like it can it can apply to nearly any action or thought that anyone has. Um, so we spoke a little bit about this this morning, like the whole um, like eating habits, so reward eating, emotional eating, that sort of stuff. And like we we kind of came up with two different reasons people do it. Some people do it as a control which yeah. you which you brought up and the other one is just complete unawareness and like I was completely unaware so my thing that I realized probably six months to a year ago was I'm a reward eater and I, I can definitely get away with it with the amount of training and all that sort of stuff I do but every every competition I ever did as a kid but we do that we do yeah. that don't we like yeah 
like my competitions, you weight cut and you get your weight at a certain thing. And after the competition is yep. let's go out and yeah. have whatever food or whatever we want because we've been so good. It's reward. But when, yeah, and reward when you, when you think about it, it's like think back to where it started though. Like for me, it was growing up doing like every single Taekwondo martial art tournament we ever did or even like every time we had our report, we got our reports mum and dad would be like if you get like a pluses or whatever or if you win the win first place at the tournament you can have, you can choose what's for dinner yeah and that's where it started for me and i've been completely unconsciously unaware of all of it up until like the last year and now i do it probably not so much with food but like if i achieve something so like say we've had a really good week for the business then like i'll go and buy a bottle of whiskey or something like or i'll go out and splurge bunch of money at a restaurant or something like that because yeah. i'm like i'm rewarding myself yeah but a good week it's been a good week and it's not it's, it's not a bad thing to do if you i guess are aware of it and know how to manage it yes, but a lot of people aren't aware of it and they'll go i've lost five kilos i'm gonna go get mcdonald's yeah yeah and that's the and that whole that whole thing could be the, the reverse um, i've had a bad week this is really crap i need to make myself feel better by rewarding myself with this. Yeah, so the emotion this, leading side of yeah. things. So it's um, so, emotional and then still trying to make yourself feel better with... Some amount of control. Yeah. Yeah, so learning that um, that you're mentally using these controls to um, not work in your favour or to inhibit what you're actually trying to do is is a really good key to successfully moving forward from whatever habit that you've been formed yeah. or had formed from a child or subconsciously or you know you could have um you know been a low income worker and you only buy food that's really Special expensive occasion. Right? Yeah. yeah yeah so you know to get or sometimes if you feel like you've had such a shitty week, you just want to um, get something or do something, you can um, work out sub- that you're doing that subconsciously and have some thought patterns about it. That's the first step yeah. in trying to change that behaviour. Like I, if I was listening to this right now, what I'd probably do is pause this, have a little bit of a think for like a minute or so about what that might be for you oh, it definitely. might not it might not even be eating related it could be something completely different i guarantee you that you while you're listening to this you'll be like that is me with this yeah or that is me with coffee or yeah. that is me 100%. with um breakfast everyone will have something that is me with what, and it's just something. conditioned into us through our childhood and through how we're brought up and yeah but probably one of the tools moving forwards to add on to what tony said is being aware and thinking about the cues or emotions that cause this so emotionally a lot of the time it it could be broad it could be anything but sometimes it's like a particular emotion when a when a certain thing happens that make that brings it on same thing with the um reward eating like think about past times say in the last few months or whatever when you've reward eaten why did you reward it? What yeah. was it that happened? Yeah. What was the emotions you had? And then moving forward, when it happens again, don't be mad at yourself. Literally just be aware of why you did it. Yeah. Because the more awareness you have around it, then the better decisions we can make moving forwards. Because if you 
think about it and like you go um i'm gonna have this because i deserve it Mm. for whatever reason that may be i mean it could be uh could be food it could be could be anything it could be that you bought yourself new pants or (laughs) (laughs) or whatever it may be um If, if you know why you're having these thoughts, it's easier to change yeah. um, those habits. So um, get distracted about my pants and the comment about the pants, I had to throw in there, um, that um, quite often we do make these decisions out of emotion. Yeah. Um, when we finished eating, drinking, doing, buying, whatever yeah, it is that we did, you quite often feel bad and then you have that subsequent um self-dialogue of why did i do that i didn't need to do that i shouldn't have spent that much i shouldn't have eaten that stuff and then that negative self-talk is generally yeah. fun, followed by like some form of punishment it could be you not eating yeah you, you don't eat the next day or um i'm gonna work out every single day this week to to punish myself but that's not a good thing um, it, like you're better off just being aware of it and instead of punishing the bad behavior be aware of it and then reward yourself for, for good behavior so don't reward yourself for results reward yourself when you've made the right decision with some of these things what are you really excited about do you want to share that with our listeners or um, I just got a I just got a message of just a picture and I think it's my lifters think my lifters arrived it's a night box so um <laughs> yeah. for you guys who have no idea what tony's on about right now she purchased some lifters from what we what we believed was a um, dodgy. scam dodge company where she'd spent i don't know 200 300 whatever dollars on a new pair of lifters yeah and we had like we just had a conversation before that we were convinced at least i was convinced that they weren't coming tony was still holding out a little bit of hope and maybe these are the lifters. Maybe. 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 To be, you guys can find out next week. Um, to be continued. To be continued. Where were we? <laughs> now, I'm telling you that I didn't buy the Nike lifters as an emotional purchase. It was a reward. <laughs> or a reward purchase. It was a reward. Um, I think it's important that you, that, you know, uh, that we do, that we're not just talking about Food and we're not just talking about training. And it's we're anything. Not just talking it's anything. About, um, um, buying unnecessary. It's thought processes. It's yeah, emotions. It's, it's it's working out why why you're doing that or, or um, if why you feel you need to do it that way. Yeah. Um, and being conscious of that. And once you are conscious that you are doing it, it's so much easier to change these things. Yeah. Sometimes. You can be conscious of it, but you don't admit it because you don't. You, it's hard to change these things. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be like. Don't expect too much from yourself with it too. Like it's a process. It takes time, like yeah. anything. And, and one of the things in the podcast we were listening to this morning was about like streaks and stuff. And like, don't be yes. don't be mad at yourself if you've if you've yes. tried to change a, a habit. And let's say it could be anything it could be something to do with training could be something to do with nutrition could just be something to do with changing the way you're thinking and maybe doing some sort of mental practice daily but if you aim to try and do it for x amount of days in a row and it doesn't work and something happens because life happens life gets in the way don't don't punish yourself don't beat yourself up you should actually like 
take that day you had a day off make sure you get back to it the next day and reward yourself with a good behavior not a bad yeah. behavior yeah so um we were talking about this because you know and then we've said this in a few podcasts um a lot of apps are totally street driven like we're snapchat like everything about i was yes. never really big on it but like people were going mad about like i know and year-long snapchat streaks I know. and then they would um they would like i know my kids they're like we we contacted snapchat and you know we missed out by 15 minutes for that day and they reinstated our streaks and i'm like you're losing your mind over your streaks and <laughs> well, so is all children <laughs> um so i mean there's snapchat i mean there's your step your step your goal, steps you know i've got a meditation app yeah meditation yeah. app um there's like um, just about breathing apps and there's like so many sleep apps everything yeah everything. and you're like I didn't register for I've registered for two weeks straight mm-hmm. and I missed one day this is what causes anxiety like I I have found myself because I'm what did I say I was like 46 days I think I'm up to yeah. of like everyday meditation and I find myself if I haven't meditated in the morning that day for whatever reason when I get to the end of the day and I'm like winding down and then i realize i haven't meditated like it, it causes anxiety and i'm not an anxious person like don't like i'm not losing my hair anxiety and like shaking in a corner but like i get anxious and i'm like oh fuck i need to i need to meditate otherwise i'm gonna lose my streak and i'm gonna let myself down because i set myself a goal but i should just be like oh well i missed a day who cares tomorrow i'll do another one like the whole point of doing the meditation isn't to get a hundred day streak to say i've got a hundred day streak the whole point is to improve the way I think about stuff. <laughs> like, that's, it's not to start another that's habit. Purely, yeah, it's yeah. mental. <laughs> yeah, but speaking about like other habits, uh, kind of looping back to what we were saying before about like negative thought patterns or habits or whatever you're trying to um, get rid of, when you find you're feeling certain emotions that were tied to them, try and change that to another habit. So like if you're let's say the emotional leadings, that's just like a real easy one to work with. When you feel that emotion that would drive you to emotionally eat, once you're aware of it, have another habit to replace it with that's more positive, that's not emotional eating. Probably don't change it to drinking. That's probably not a good one. Um, Maybe change it to like going for a walk or um, I don't know. Listen to a podcast. Yeah, listen to a podcast. or Find some... um you know, so find some light reading on yeah. how to stay positive or um, other people's struggles and what they did and, yeah. you know, something that might work. Try and change it to something that's, that's more you. positive. It doesn't have to be, like, the most positive thing in the world, but if it's more positive, then it's going to be better. If your goal's not to emotionally eat, then... Yeah, yeah. yeah well, the, the, the thing that I got the most out of that, the podcast that we kind of listened to in a lot of training was... Um, the, the, the sabotage of that self-mental talk of um, I missed a day or I emotionally ate or mm. I didn't train that day or whatever um, the instead of rewarding that, that you trained five days but you missed the sixth you be say mad. be like how good was training this week and we were talking mm. about it literally last yep. week and I was talking about it to my coach I had the best week like I had the best week yep. in training like I had my heavy sessions I didn't miss a lift 
the whole week just everything flowed and then on the Saturday um, we did like a a complex and it was and I warmed up one way and then I ended up doing a complex another way and then it didn't hit what I wanted to hit and then I messed up and then I missed lifts and then all of a sudden I was like this week is shit yeah and yeah. it was one ses- session exactly and, and all- I know why it was shit and I know what I did didn't have the right pants <laughs> totally <laughs> the lifters had not come no it was just like but I, it was it was really really hard that day to pull my head back into Big time. how good the week was. Yeah, yeah. One session. So it's thirty minutes. It was thirty minutes. Well, it's not even 30, even if you broke it down, it would literally be like a few seconds of missed lifts. Like it would literally be like less than thirty <laughs> seconds if you broke down all the lifting. So I was just crazy. Like, That's it. That's it. I need to do something about this. Like you, are, yeah. you need to stop doing this to yourself because I virtually I was doing it to myself everybody else was, no one else is doing it to you no one else Bar's not doing yeah, it to you <laughs> no one else really though just went about their business like mm-hmm. it wasn't the end of the world I still went for a walk that day it was nothing but I'm like yeah. that I need to change this yeah because it's not it's just not healthy is it like not. you end up you end up because of one because of one small thing that happened you end up ruining the entire rest of your day and then often that can flow on to the next day, flow on to the next day, flow on to the next day. And like, that's what people actually do all the time though. Yeah. they just can't let go of something. Yeah, so then Monday morning comes along and you're back to training. Do you go, well, Saturday was shit, today's going to be shit. Like, but you had the best week of your training mm-hmm. for like a long time. Like, seriously? Just watch some videos from the start of the week yep. and then move on. Like, but it, I had to work, I had to do that. I had to actually sit down and go, stop, yep. stop it. Like, why are you doing this? You are making yourself feel terrible, mm-hmm. terrible. Like, why? Yeah. So it's like, we spoke a bit this morning about how different things that you can do to change, change this. Like, whether it's, like, it could be lifting related, could be any sport related, could really be anything related. But like, let's say with lift, lifting, like you said, you know, focusing on the positives and going, okay, I missed that lift, but how good was my setup, or how good was this part of the lift, yeah. or well, how what did g- I learn from that? Yeah, like, or how good is it that I'm lifting right now, but I'm able to lift? Yeah, like, how cool is that? that I that I progressed to mm. like this this these I was doing these mistakes yep. at a number way less than this yeah. like a month ago, yep. and now I've progressed to this. Not you're an idiot. Why aren't you doing this right? You should be doing it right. Why can't you move? Like, why aren't you moving right? Like, it's yeah. it's, it's just, um, and then you just change your session around. I remember one mm-hmm. day, and this was, um, like, pre-COVID, nothing to do with stress of training, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, whatever. We were just doing stuff. And you were busy um, with work. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I needed to get into the work mm-hmm. that we, we needed to have done. Um, it wasn't like you know, a major stress of work. It just was like, oh, we should do this. And then you started it. And I was still training. And I'm like, I need to hurry up and get this training done so we can finish this, get this done, whatever, whatever. Um, and my lifting just went crazy. And I'm just like, oh, five, I've only got five sets to go. Just do, do it, just do it and get it, hurry up. And then I'm just like, hang on a minute. And I stood back, stepped back from the platform and thought, 
I actually want to be training. Mm-hmm. I actually want to do this. I'm not trying to hurry up and get it out of the way so I can move on to the next task. It's not a task that needs to hurry up. Mm-hmm. I want to learn and move right. I want my setup to be the same. I want it to. I want to move correctly. Mm-hmm. Concentrate on what you're doing. You actually want to do this. This is what yep. you want. And then the whole session changed. Yeah. And I got it done quickly because I was thinking about the session, not what I needed to do afterwards. Yeah. And then had that conscious thought of being the work and what do you want out of this session? Yeah. It's funny, hey, like that can change, like that change your entire session, but that can even change like motivation for a what session. Changed? So like let's, your whole change day. Change the whole yeah. day. So when we but, got into the work. Yeah. The session was good. Yeah, you were better in work. You went, and then we were like, no, oh, let's get what this a grumpy done. bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Did I say that? Um, but like, so like let, let, let's, think about, let's think about someone else. Um, let's just make up a case study. Someone who's not very motivated for training, which is like nearly everyone right now who's training from home. Um, like they, they find it really, really, really hard. And they've got all this like negative self-talk about um, piece of shit because I'm not training, blah, blah, blah. Like just... They're, beat, so, they're beating themselves up. Yeah. And but like you can, you could change it around and be like, like, and literally motivate yourself just by going, oh, how, how good is it that I have the option to train? Like right now, right now I might not be able to train at the gym, but like I can train at home. That's pretty cool. I've got some equipment that I can use to train home. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like that's pretty fortunate. Like a, a lot of people don't have that. And start just changing, reframing how you're looking at the situation instead of going, oh, I can't be arse training today, blah, 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 blah. Like, reframe it a little bit and then all of a sudden like it's like a it's like a switch is flicked and you're like oh i actually kind of want to train today yeah like it's mental how much power you have you your have inside of your head capacity. your yeah. mental your brain is so powerful so, sometimes some people's isn't um but like your <laughs> your brain <laughs> is like it, you are literally just like your body is a vehicle controlling moving around this thing that is inside your head like mm-hmm. that's all it is that's all your body is is this little vehicle moving around a brain everyone is just a brain and the better you get at controlling your brain and thinking about why you think and all that sort of stuff like the happier your life's going to be and the more shit you, you actually get done yeah instead of like being completely unaware and fucking these star sign people who are like oh i'm a i'm a fucking gemini like, i don't even know what it means to be a gemini i'm a, I'm a gemini oh yeah no I've like oh, typical typical scorpio that person like and it's like it's like oh because because of my star sign i'm i'm a dickhead or because of that person's star sign they're like really social and because of that person's star sign they're really smart it's like get your head out of your ass maybe maybe ah, i can't believe like star signs are still a thing and if you're listening to this and you believe in the star signs and stuff you're a dickhead you can't <laughs> oh, sorry not sorry <laughs> traits your well every, no one even knows everyone argues whether i'm a cancer or a gemini and i'm like i'm fucking neither i was i was born on june 22 has nothing to do who i am has nothing to do with a couple of stars in the sky you people are off your head 
Anyway, that's my rant for today. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how did we even get to that? I don't even know. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, oh that's hilarious. Oh, some people. But I actually don't know how we got to that. Like, I'm, <laughs> I've completely know. lost. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's done, guys. I like, lost it. Proper done. I lost it. I've um, lost it. That's, that's so funny. Oh, I yeah, no, sorry. Funny. It was, like, to do with... You actually are in control, and the <laughs> yes. stars don't control you. <laughs> yeah, just because you're a star sign doesn't mean Whoa. that you have to be the traits of the star sign. Yeah, you can actually yeah, guess so what? Mean. Guess what? Plot twist: you can actually, you can actually be your own person, and you can choose who you want to be. If you didn't know, like that's how good's that? <laughs> how good is that? <laughs> <laughs> how good is that? Oh, it's just changing. I want this. everyone to five star this episode. <laughs> if you don't five star it, I'm going to be really disappointed. And if you don't five star it, I clearly know you're one of those astrology people. <laughs> uh, if you are an astrology person, please. Is that what it's called, me. astrology? No. It's... What is that? Tarot, no? No, that's not tarot. Tarot cards for other weird people. Astrology. Astronomy? Astrolo- astrology. That's, that's what I, I said. I think you got it right. Astronomy? I don't know. I don't know. I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's go off on another obviously, tangent. Obviously, we, we uh, know a lot about it because oh, we know what it's called. Zero. Um, here's a good one. I don't know like where we're going to go from this, but I thought we'd, I'd plug it in somewhere. Me and Tony, I showed Tony this um, excerpt, little bit from a book that I was reading, um, and we're both like, yeah, that's, that's spot on. So I thought we could share it because it's very relevant to the stuff we're talking about today. Um, I'm Leo, by the way. <laughs> fucking Leo's. Is also going to be like Tiger King. <laughs> oh, go. No, go. Oh, I had a really dirty joke. Don't there, say, it, say don't it. Say it. <laughs> Goes with Tiger King. Um, <laughs> once a mind pattern, an emotion, or a reaction is there, accept it. You are not conscious enough to have the choice in the matter. That's not a judgment, that's a fact. If you had a choice or realized that you do have a choice, would you choose suffering or joy? Ease or unease, peace or conflict? Would you choose a thought or feeling that cuts you off from your natural state of well-being, the joy of life within? Any such feeling I call negative, which simply means bad, not in the sense that you shouldn't have done that, but just plain factual bad, like a sick feeling in the stomach. And I thought that was really cool just because it's it's talking about if you're not aware of that you have the choice to sort of make up or choose your emotions um, things are just going to come up like sometimes you're just going to feel bad or feel whatever and like don't beat yourself up about it like that just that just happened but be aware of it and oh. um, be, be aware of it and then start trying to in future circumstances try and have a bit more control or choice over your emotions like don't just let them control you that makes sense yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally makes sense. It's, that's just making sure that you, like, feel it. Feeling it's okay. Yeah, feeling it's feeling not a bad not, thing. Yeah, so just because you feel mad or you feel sad or you feel ha- happy or you whatever it is, recognize it because that's not the issue. The issue is allowing that... To carry on. Yeah, that emotion no. to carry on. Be chronic. Yeah, uh, um, and you can decide to continue the bad thought patterns or the self, the, the self-talk mm-hmm. 
Or you can change that behavior and say, how good was that I did those lifts, blah, blah, blah. Or how good is I, um, I got to plant some plants today mm. in the garden. I never get to do that. Yeah. Or how good is that with COVID, we now get to have dinner at the dinner table every night. Yeah. Not, COVID is so bad. My business is so hard. Yeah. You, know, you can you can choose what you, you focus can, on. You can yeah. choose if you're going to focus on the positives or the negatives. And... Uh, and another thing in this book, like it's a little bit off topic, I guess, kind of relates, is like just being present. So don't dwell, don't just always get stuck dwelling on the past or stuck dwelling on the future. Like there's only one thing that's here and that's the present. And the more present you can be and the more grateful of what's happening right now is probably going to lead to a much happier life. If you're holding on to something like we spoke about before, like being the past and shit that may have happened or like the whole COVID stuff because of, because of COVID, I haven't been able to achieve X, Y, and Z. And now, now my superannuation and blah, blah, blah is going to be screwed. Like, yeah, yeah, that's bad. But like, don't get stuck like solely focused on that because then it's just going to destroy your present life, if that makes sense. Mm. Is it the glass half empty, half full kind of scenario? A little bit, I guess. Like the glass is just, you you got a glass. Like (laughs) that's all that really matters. It doesn't matter if it's half empty or like you can choose what's, you can, you can choose. Like don't be a dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You'll be like, hey, this is really cool liquid that's in the glass. I'm yep. going to keep it there forever. I'm glad that I've got water or <laughs> wine or whatever you've got in there, yeah. coffee. But, yeah. Coffee. There was another one, actually, that I... It was actually about that. I don't know if I... I think I did. Let's have a look. Let's have a little... Do you want to tell everybody what uh, the book is so, called? So the book is The Power of Now um, by a guy called Eckhart Tolle. It's The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment. I saw this book... Um, first came into contact with it years ago like i'd heard about it all the time and um my ex actually had this book never fucking read it never read any books well but, i would go the power of now and it, that oh, that would be like that'd look, be cool like, but, but I, the spiritual yeah the spiritual enlightenment well that's like, what turned like, me off from it yeah i would, I would see totally. it and i was like i was like oh that's gonna be a bit like wanky. a bit a bit much a bit wanky yeah. and like it would sit there on the bookshelf for years and i was like maybe I'll read it sometime and then I'd go to and be like, nah, like I'll read something that's a little bit more normal. And yeah, I eventually like I actually read, I read, I read his other book. He's saying that spiritual enlightenment is not normal. Well, that's what I used to think. Like I used to be like, it's just some hippie um, who also believes in star signs and stuff. I was but about to say It's that. actually like, it's honestly one of the best books that I've read yet. And his other book's really good too. What's his other book? Um, a New Earth. Again, like wanky title, like just makes you think like, ah, A New Earth. Like, mm, <laughs> yeah. what's wrong with this earth? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm on today, aren't I? Um, <laughs> I'll read out a little excerpt from this part. This part was talking about like the future and the part. I mean, maybe I'll just read out one of them because it's pretty long if I read both. So I'll read about the past. <laughs> Does the past take up a great deal of your attention? Do you frequently talk and think about it, either positively or negatively? The great things that you have achieved, your adventures or experiences, or your victim story and the dreadful things that were done to you, or maybe you did to someone else. I. Are your thought processes creating guilt, pride, resentment, anger, regret, or self-pity? 
then you are not only reinforcing a false sense of self, but also helping to accelerate your body's aging process by creating an accumulation of the past in your psyche. Verify this for yourself by observing those around you who have a strong tendency to hold on to the past. So um, I guess what that's getting at is just like holding on to it. Is, yeah, well, you're the only one who's holding on to it. No one yeah. else holding on to it. It's not like if I'm angry or resentful, like for example, like say Tony's done something and I'm angry at Tony. How does that affect Tony? It doesn't. It affects me. I don't even know that you don't, that person yeah. won't even know that you've annoyed them in any kind of way. They're just going on about their business. Exactly. So that you're being You're just poisoning yourself. And, yeah. You're totally just um, keeping this dialogue going on. I'm angry at that person. And then keep on going. That person is blissfully unaware. It's not affecting them whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it's only affecting you. Yeah, and it, and it's affecting whatever you're doing. It's affecting what what you're doing at that time. You might be approaching a certain task or a certain job or a certain something that you had to do today, um, and then you're like, "Oh, now this is turning out crap." It's actually not. Yeah, it's, it's your thought process. And, and then the rest of your day is suffering purely because you're holding on to the past, 100%. which is what we were saying before. Yeah. So let go of the past. Don't hold on to stuff. Um, and just like just being aware, being aware well, is everything. That that goes to the whole what you're thinking and the the thoughts, the those thoughts is that helping you move forward? Is yeah. that helping with what you're trying to achieve that day? Or is it useful? That's what I like to think about stuff. Is like is this use, a useful thought, feeling, or emotion? Like, and some sometimes, like we said, bad stuff can be, but most of the time, probably not. No. No. Like no. anger, anger can maybe be useful in a situation where you do need to have like a confrontation with someone some degree like obviously raging anger is probably not but like some degree of like a little bit of like aggression can be useful in those sort of circumstances but like that's rare like if you're constantly angry resentful blah 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 holding on to stuff like yeah your life's just gonna be miserable I, I really like how it says about um believing in your own story um, well, that's it. Like, it. It really goes with our mantra of our our gym, and um, you are the master of your own. Yeah, you master of your fate, captain of your soul. Yeah, um, not not what's happened to you, or not your experiences in life. Well, the amount of times you hear from people the same. Or, yeah, you hear the same story over and over again, I, like that happened to them fifty years ago, ten years ago, whatever, and it's like. Like, get over it. Like, honestly, like, when it sounds happened, mean, but get over it. When this happened, my life changed forever, and I'm doing this now because of that, and I'm, and sometimes that's a good thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really, really not. But don't let that... Yeah, don't hold on to your story of whatever it may be. And because that you holding on to that story can often cause negative emotions, which then lead to negative actions that aren't useful, that are draining not positive and don't help you move forwards it's like just simple like it's simple when you talk it out like this it's not simple like it's hard to be aware of it yeah um i've had a a few conversations with clients and you know with my kids um or you know friends um like would you say these things to someone else or what would you say to somebody if they were saying to you the thoughts that you're saying to yourself right now yeah yeah like would you continue saying them 
Like, would yeah, you, yeah. you, you wouldn't would, say would that. Would you let your friend continue yeah. saying those things to themselves? One of, yeah. No. One of the better ones is similar to that that I've heard is like, treat yourself like you would treat yes. your animal or your pet like oh, no yes. like unless unless you're like a bloody dog abuser or something like, <laughs> like don't, don't don't do that but like, like most people love their animals they love their I've dogs i've actually they... bought a, a book on the week on mm. the whole at, at christmas i bought a book for my youngest daughter um be the type of person your dog thinks you are yeah yeah so and it was so nice that was such a nice nice thought I thought it was yeah. it was such a nice thought because you see like you know we are dog people like I'm serious dog people um he uh, our dog will jump up on the uh, on my lap or on the bed like yeah at the end of the day and just cross their legs and put their little face in there just look at you and you're just like yep so you're a massive dog person you're so sweet and then um and then you're showing it affection and love and, and yeah. like you, you, you're getting joy because their routine is to jump up onto the bed at night and just actually be close to you and all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's definitely your dog that you're, you know, that type of person you mm. are with them. Why can't you be that type of person? To yourself. Like, to, to yourself. Else, to yourself. Yeah. Like to yourself. Do things that are good for yourself. I think that's the key takeaway. And in summary, um, yeah, being more conscious, being more aware, doing good things to yourself, thinking good emotions for yourself. Well, you don't good punish, punish your dog because it's licking the couch for three days. Like nah, you, like you, you might get you it tell it off there and that's and it. And don't let it do it again or get it off the couch yep. and then you move on. Like why would and you... rewarding. Um, just wax the microphone in there if anyone just got a big spike. Sorry about that. But um rewarding good behavior like that's yeah. a that's a big thing too and like it's that's what's taught to like every dog training thing these days and like we're no different we're still like we're pretty simple creatures when we really think about it and people and kids and dogs and whatnot respond better to being rewarded for good behavior than being like chastised and reprimanded for like bad behavior so like reward your good behavior don't just punish yourself when you do something bad you don't have that self-dialogue of um how bad things yeah bad 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 yeah turn it around yeah say how good is that like how good was this week we've got this much work done blah blah, blah. reframe it yeah reframe refra- reframe the thoughts so i guess to wrap things up we've got a couple of exciting things coming up we've got a big list of people that we are getting on or want to get on the podcast uh hopefully next week um, unconfirmed I think still but you know it's, it, it's probably going to happen um, hopefully having a psychologist on to talk about a lot of the same sort of stuff delve deeper into yep, a lot of this yep, mindset stuff of, which yeah. is pretty exciting uh, sports like um, yep. so, so we can talk training. about some real cool shit yeah that's going to yep. be super exciting the following week uh, again yet to be confirmed we have one of my uh, friends who's a osteopath and um, avid strength coach uh, it will get on and pick his big brain about all sorts of things to do with rehabilitation, uh, what the literature is showing at the moment. And I think probably the main thing with him will be like rehabilitation and training and how rehabilitation shouldn't just be a hands-on approach. It needs to be hands-on integrated with a training approach. And that's the end goal is get someone to a point where they can train. We've got like a, 
quite a few ideas for the next couple of podcasts, so we're super excited. Very had excited. Of, had a bit of brainstorming and what we want to talk about and what else we want to add to these. Yeah, so far it looks like people are enjoying it. We're still getting lots of listeners, so that's sort of what we're going off. If people stop listening to it, then we, we, we'll probably get an idea, but maybe we're not doing a good job. But so far everyone's listening to it and yeah. we're getting good feedback, which is awesome. Uh, our we- usual... F- Finish. Did you have anything else to say? Or you, um, no. A no. usual finisher. Um, podcast, books, things that we've been listening to. I guess I kind of spoke about mine. This week's been the power of now. However, the podcast that we mentioned and referenced quite a bit in this podcast. Sounds weird saying the podcast and a podcast. It's like Inception. <laughs> um, but um, is on Sam Harris's Waking Up app. I think that's the only way you can get onto it. So download the Waking Up app, free trial. Uh, it's with Leo Babuchua, and it's basically all about like consciousness meditation, being aware, self awareness, um, and yeah, like not being, in, not trying not to be in control of everything. What have you got? Um, I've been still listening to some weightlifting um, podcasts. Um, I'm still listening to Alyssa Richie's The Body Strong podcasts. Um, I, basically, I'm listening to ones that she's interviewed other American weightlifters. Um, they're different and it's the the funny thing is the the last one that I listened to with Hunter Elam was about um, the power of the mind and mm. being conscious of the thoughts um, I also listened to one with her with Jessica Lucero um, and she talked about anxiety and stress mm-hmm. and she's been in weightlifting or the American weightlifting uh, seen for 16 years and how she manages her anxiety she has anxiety um to the point of physical symptoms yeah, not yeah, yeah. just big time um not just a we spoke symptoms. about all that in stress um so um it kind of talked about how she dealt with those and the and of course you know the power of the mind which um yeah. you know led us to how both both of us looking at the same kind of um yeah well, at the end of the day, like it all comes down to we train our bodies. Are we training, training, our, training our mind? And these podcasts that, like, you're listening to an Olympic weightlifting podcast. I could listen to a podcast on Muay Thai or whatever. And nearly all roads go to you. Like we said, you're, yeah. you, you are just a vehicle carrying around a big brain, hopefully. Um, <laughs> so, like, oh, everything, everything comes back to your head. Like, you were just. Yeah, just to be, that's all you are. You're a vehicle with a fucking bit of brain in there. Some of you have a brain, some of you have mush. And like, like focus on training your brain. If you're not training your brain, you're missing a big rock. And yeah, like, but like any, any elite athlete, it, it like they work on oh, mental 100%, strength. 100%. If, you, if you're just working on your body, if you're purely just working on your physical attributes, unless you, you just had a, like a really crazy good upbringing where like you're unconscious that you already worked on your brain growing up, like... Come on, work on your head, guys. Yep. All right, let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. See you next week.